Welcome to the Living Large and Hard Podcast. Of course, you already knew that. Um, I don't know about you, but I have done a fair amount of drinking in my day. Not recently, quite about 10 years ago. But back in the day, there was uh, you'd, I'd wake up. I wouldn't wake up, I'd come to. There's a couple ways of coming to. There's the one where you just slide into reality your eyes open you don't really see anything um and you can you can you figure out where you are gently like the mists of where the fuck you were mentally or just dissipate and you and you come to you're in your bed you're in a chair you're on a couch you're on the bathroom floor but it's your bathroom floor and you can figure all you know you figure all this stuff out uh one time i had one of these and i looked when i came to gently i looked and my feet were propped up on a couch and mikey slasky's roommate was walking by and said good morning maxie but it was uh again it was a gentle slide in to reality and it wasn't too hard to figure out where i was now there's another way of coming out of it and that's like this harsh snap to where it just like bang and all of a sudden everything is hyper realistic and usually you're pretty chilly when this happens i don't know what that's about um and uh usually when this happens as well it's questionable as to where the fuck you actually are and it takes a bit more sleuthing to figure that out now what i'm going to talk about today is not the time I snapped to on a mattress in a basement with my pants around my ankles. No, there was no tissue damage. Um, this was, I'm guessing, a failure on my part to consummate consensual heterosexual sex. <sighs> so, there's that. But no, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that, even though I just did, I guess. But what this incident is about is the time that I snapped to in the backseat of a car in the middle of the backseat of a car and um, had absolutely no idea where I was and I looked around and realized not only looking outside did I not know where I was I had no idea whose car it was it was definitely not my car but also, it was definitely not anybody's car that I knew because it was way too nice. And at that point, I wasn't really hanging with anybody who would have a nice car. So, the confusion is really starting to um, get confusing. And starting to spin the anxiety up a little bit. But then I'm trying to be, you know, I'm being I'm a pretty level-headed guy. And I'm thinking, I can, I can figure this out. And then um, I realized that things don't quite feel well in my pants. Not well, they feel well, but they don't feel correct. And uh, so I go down there to check, and all that's left of my underwear is the elastic band. The rest has been torn off. But although the rest of the underwear was gone, in its place was a folded $10 bill. 
So at this point, um, I'm a little more confused, but I'm up 10 bucks. So I decide to uh, pay even more attention to my surroundings. And I look out the, out the car window and I notice some very tall pine trees. And uh, I also realize that uh, on the snap to, yes, I am cold, but it is also actually cold. So I'm trying to be super logical here and I'm thinking, all right, because I'm from Michigan and in the part of Michigan that they call up north, which is basically like the rest of the state, only it's a little farther north and with a few less cities, there's some big-ass pine trees. And I'm thinking, okay, I got this. I am in Michigan for some reason in a strange car with most of my underwear gone. But I'm up 10 bucks. So I, at least, you know, even if my wallet's gone, which I didn't think to check, I've got 10 bucks to get somewhere, somehow, even though it was a residential neighborhood with that I had absolutely. And I realized that the trees weren't like those trees in Michigan. They were, they were actually much taller. Um, so I figured I would just leave the vehicle which in survival situations, you know, you never leave the vehicle. Well, you know, I wasn't in the middle of the uh, Alaskan tundra. So I started to, I decided I would just hit the road and uh, figure it out once I got to civilization, which didn't look like it was anywhere near because the sky was very clear. There was no city glow anywhere. So Papa, and I start walking a little bit and I hear like a... I hear party chatter. And I'm like, well, at least there's people around here. And uh, I, I start heading to the party chatter. And I went, oh, now I know where I am. Turns out I was in Seattle. And I was at a multi-day party. Well, we called them louche fests back in the absinthe forum days. So this was where I was. And I figured that out. Still had no idea why most of my underwear was gone. But I was still happy for the $10. And um, so I, you know, strode on into the party. And no one really seemed to notice that I hadn't been there for most of it, I guess. <laughs> well, which probably means I was being a bit of a handful. So it's they were glad that I got, you know, the tranquilizer dart of alcohol overconsumption. So this is also uh, the Louche Fest where I ended up with a very severe black eye and a detached retina and a concussion. So, you know, when it's that kind of party, and I, I will blame my lack of cognitive ability partially on the concussion, but only partially. Because, man, I, I drink way too much. Way, way too much. And I said, if I ever do this again, I'm going to quit drinking. And I did it again, and I quit drinking. But, yeah, what happened was there was a... We weren't really in Seattle. This was all set up by someone. We weren't really in Seattle. We never got to really see Seattle. So the bunch of us were just in this Motel 6-type hotel getting annihilated 
And so we started annihilating each other. So at one point I was tackled. And I believe it was Der Kroz. And he's a, he's a big fella. And my face ended up getting slammed as I skidded across the top of the bed. My face got slammed into the air conditioning heating unit below the window. And that's where the, the shiner and um, the concussion. And due to the blue floaties, like the, I'd see these blue blobs floating over time, which is a sign of a detached retina. I'm guessing I had a detached retina too, which eventually healed itself. But um, So there's a fun party, huh? And on the upside, by the time I left Seattle and um, was walking through the two airports I had to get through, there was nobody anywhere near me. I mean, it was just, the place just parted because I, um, I looked, I hadn't shaved in four days. I got this massive black eye. Um, I doubt if my eyes were really focusing much. God only knows how I smelled, even though I showered that morning, but you know, I was metabolizing alcohol. Um, so it made it easy to get everywhere. And, uh, that's it can't really think of anything else to uh, tie this sad sad story up except that you can if you want to listen to more of this you can follow along on Spotify iTunes, SoundCloud Stitcher, Overcast Apple Podcasts and I'm guessing at this point with the way I've sown the seeds around that it's cross pollinated in pretty much any podcasting platform Anchor uh, I'm sure I'm on there because they're owned by Spotify. Um, and you probably pick this up anywhere. Anywhere that you normally, you know, listen to podcasts. And if you don't normally listen to podcasts, then I would say just get the app for one of these. Because I know there's an annoying thing where uh, the podcast will stop if you're listening through not an app. So I'd recommend that. Thanks for listening. Um any feedback on any platform is welcome because I, I do want this to be entertaining for you, not just for me, because I do really enjoy doing these, but I'd like it if someone else enjoyed it too. So until now, as always, from high above 309, the Skybox in Allentown, Pennsylvania, this is Living Large and Hard, and let's go out listening to some traffic. <laughs>